0: This is episode 11 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, we're going to be talking about how to budget. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey Christian Travelers, so glad that you are back. Last week we were talking about how to pick an awesome travel destination for the summer, but today we're going to be talking a little bit about how to budget. Hopefully up to this point you've done some budgeting in general form, setting aside money for your summer trips, but we're going to talk a little bit about that and then how to stretch your money a little further while you're traveling. But before we dive into that, I want to encourage you. A few episodes ago, we had this awesome giveaway, um, Travel in Tandem with God's Heart, a great book by Peter Greer, and some travel stickers by Wonderfully Made Art. Both of those groups joined us on some podcasts towards the beginning, but now we're giving away this awesome workbook, which we encourage anyone who's traveling to do. Um, It walks you through preparing for your travels, being in your travels, and coming back home, how to prepare, and then also how to involve God in all of those steps and be aware of him. And then also when you come home, how do you talk about your travels and share God in all of that. So highly encourage you to check that out at christiantravelers.net. So today we're talking about budgeting. Budgeting is kind of that terrifying word of how am I going to achieve this, and sometimes we get to this point where we're like, you know what, I'm going here, I'm going to do this trip, and it might hurt me a little financially, but if I don't look at the numbers, then it's okay. But it's not, because God really encourages us to be good stewards. Um, in fact, 1 Timothy 6, 8-10 talks about the love of money. Um, it says, But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. I think this is a verse that tends to get a little convoluted but we need to focus on the fact that it's not money is evil but the love of money is evil when we are so obsessed with the money that we use it to show off and take very extravagant trips and we don't use it for others where we trust the money more than our own wisdom to make wise decisions with it when we save it and hoard it all for ourselves and never use it for others. And sometimes that's even not using it to travel and see the creation God gave us. There's just different ways that we can sinfully use money um, and love it more than God. And when that happens, there is that temptation to fall away from um, loving Jesus and trusting Jesus and putting him first in our lives. So before we budget, I think it's very important that we take the time to pray and just ask God that he reveals to us what is wise to do with our money um, and how he would like us to use it. And sometimes that's going to force us to redirect money um, to things that we didn't want to originally allocate it for. Um, Maybe it's going to force us to slow down on planning a trip and maybe sometimes it means, okay, you have the good to go. But taking that time to pray and reflect and just really be open to what God has to say. And if he tells you to wait on a trip, that doesn't mean you'll never get to go. Um, The Apostle Paul waited a long time to get to go to Rome. Um, That was kind of his dream destination. And um, yet when he got there, like all these amazing things uh, fell into place. Um, Yes, he ended up a prisoner and yes... We probably wouldn't rejoice over that per se, but he did and um, he got to share the gospel um, and he was just excited to finally be there. Crazy things, but God was using and timing it accordingly. So trusting his timing, hopefully that doesn't mean you're going to end up in prison, but um, trusting his timing and that he will use you because who knows who you'll get to meet um, if you go at a certain time versus other times um, and how you can get to witness to them. So enough about that. You came here to hear about how to budget for a trip. Well, there's two sides to this. There's the pre-budgeting going into the trip, and then there's the post-budgeting. Once you're on the trip, how do you keep your funds in check? So pre-budgeting, um, I just want to do some really basic math with you. Say every single month during a year, you know, like during the summers, you're going to go on a trip. So if every month during the year you set aside $100 for travel um, and you put it in an envelope and you don't touch it. Maybe it's in savings where it collects some small interest or something. But you've set it aside and 12 months, $100, that's $1,200 that could go towards travel. Now, if you're wanting something more extravagant, that is probably the equivalent of a flight international, maybe a little less depending where you're headed. So say you want to triple that, so $300 uh, set aside, that likely would cover a flight abroad and some activities for a few days. Depends, I guess, if you're planning it by yourself, if you're buying a package, deal, just different things um so one person internationally i'd probably say anywhere from three thousand to five thousand dollars is kind of what you're aiming for um so that might be a trip that you have to set aside more money um, if you want to do it in a year span or you might have to take some more time to do that Um, if you're wanting a smaller trip uh, just a road trip somewhere um, it really depends on what activities you have planned as to what the cost will be and how many days it will be as well and those things add up so while you are setting aside money in an envelope i would do some research write out on a sheet of paper transportation cost housing costs number of days meals and any big activities that you want to do write those things out so i want to be there for seven days the average cost of a hotel that i found was this much so I got to multiply housing by seven days. I'm going to eat three meals a day, two meals a day. So I'm going to budget out about this much amount of money for that. I'm going to fly there. I'm going to drive there. This is how much that costs to do that. Um, and any big activities that you have that you really want to do, it costs this much to get into This amusement park, it costs this much to go skydiving, you know, whatever it is that's on your list, writing all of those things out. Um, And then if you have additional people that are going on this trip, you need to also uh, account for them. So we're going to need this much more for meals. We're going to need this much more for housing. We're going to need da-da-da-da-da. Come up with that ballpark number and then cushion it. Um... If you're gonna be gone for seven days, you probably need to cushion it more than you do for three days. Cushion it with money for like extra spending money that you might, if you go shopping, if you go get groceries, if you find another outing that you really wanna do, you wanna have some extra money set aside. And so that is your ballpark number. And then once you have that number, take it and go, okay. I want this trip to happen probably in X amount of months, then you need to divide that number. So (laughs) I know there's a lot of math here. If you get my little workbook thing, it walks you through these things, Um, but take that number and divide it um, by that many months or weeks or whatever, and that's how much you need to be setting aside all the time. Now, if you have multiple people going on that trip and they're all dividing it equally, then go ahead and divide it. So say, You came up with, we're going to need $2,000 and there's four of us going. When you divide that out, you each need to contribute $500. You're going in five months. Each month, set aside $100 and you'll be golden. So that's some initial budgeting and it's just being strict. Um, Saying, you know what? I'm going to cut back on the number of times I eat out a month. You'd be Surprised how much that can save. It's gonna be being strict about you know. It's gorgeous outside. I can open my windows and turn off the heat or the AC for a few days and just save a few dollars here and there. Um, it's reflecting on hey, I have a Netflix account, a Hulu account, an Amazon Prime account. I probably don't need all of those. I'm gonna cut back here and here, and that's you know another. 10 bucks that suddenly you have that you didn't. And then making sure it goes into that envelope and it doesn't get touched. Depending on how strict you are with that, my system is I have an online savings account that I never touch. I don't have a card to it. I don't have any... access to it other than to say, hey, I want to remove X amount of dollars and it takes 10 days for it to get here. That's the only thing I can do. So I very rarely remove anything from it unless I've planned a trip and I'm going to remove money. Some people, the envelope system works really well having a physical envelope and you just keep stuffing it with money until that day comes. Whatever works for you, you know how good you are about not reaching into that envelope. And taking money that's not allocated to go hang out with your friends you know you just have to be strict about it and when you reach that amount then you can go now on the trip we kind of started to dive into this topic a little bit last week uh, just with some things about your destinations and what are the things that you're hoping to achieve um, hopefully you've written out that list last week and you did some preliminary research about like where you want to stay and what airlines you're going to take. I know before your trip you're doing some general research, but you're not specifically saying I'm going to stay at this hotel and at this airlines and da da da. You're getting some general ballpark numbers. This time you at this point hopefully have some very specific things um, that you are planning to do um, that are within your budget. Now, some people take traveling very different ways. There's those who plan ahead and like are super structured ahead of time and then there are those who are like, we're just gonna live in the moment and we're going so far and then we're just gonna find the closest hotel and da da da. Those are two very different styles for budgeting. Um, I'm gonna address the structured one first because Um, When I went to Europe for two weeks, that was the approach that I took. And in terms of pre-planning, it's great. Um, You kind of know just how much, by the time you've purchased your hotels, you've purchased your flights, you've figured out what, um, if you're renting a car or not, what the budgeting is for all of that. You've kind of narrowed it down to, okay, I have some activities that I may have to pay for on the spot, and I have some extra spending money. But overall, the big things are already taken out, and this is the last number that I have left. So if you started out with $2,000, you bought the hotels, you bought the whatever, um, and you subtract that all down, you'll come up with, okay, this is what I have left for spending money, and you can decide differently. Like, um, if you know you're going to be driving all day, and you need to set aside some money for eating out or whatever, Okay and then you know like this is a day where i don't have much plan, and i'm hoping to do an activity i'm going to set aside a little more for this day different people do it differently some just kind of like keep track of what you're spending and then like at the end go okay you know i have i don't have as much today so i'm not going to do such a big activity or some kind of a, like really want it structured so ahead of time okay i'm going to put twenty dollars in this envelope for day one because we're pretty much driving all day and I've got munchies in the back so I shouldn't need a lot lot. but day three we don't have any big activities planned we're kind of just gonna go explore so I'm gonna put $75 in here and then trying to just you know don't go over that amount Um, and it's okay to come back with money at the end of the trip you know that's just a very structured way of doing it I personally am just one to kind of keep track of like, okay, this is my spending, and at the end of the week, you know, I've used this much, and so just be conscientious, the number slowly gets smaller, you know, that kind of thing. Now, for those of you who are much more flexible planners and totally prefer to live in the moment I will admit this is not (laughs) this is not necessarily me during my two-week trip to Europe I definitely found that I wish I had done that more because I didn't like transportation days I would get to these big cities and get very overwhelmed and like have to find my house and just get or my Airbnb and just get settled in and then I could calm down and maybe go to the next thing but sometimes I would just be so overwhelmed from a transportation day that I was like ugh, and it was great knowing that I had a place to stay and transportation lined up, but at the same time, it was like this push, I got to get to the next thing and I'm not going to be calm until I do, which isn't great. So if I would do it again, there were certain places that I found that I really enjoyed and they weren't such big cities and I really like, this is, I could stay here for a few days, um, but I'd already booked the housing and the transportation, so I couldn't. But anyway, I got through it all. So if I were you and trying to kind of live in the moment, I would do some preliminary research about what the average prices of those hotels are, what the average pricing of transportation is, and kind of set a budget like, okay, in the moment, we're going to try to find the cutest hotel and we're going to aim for it to be under this amount. Now you might find something that's really just super awesome and you're going to spend a little more one day, but you have to counteract that by another day spending a little less. And when you're living in the moment, it's very tempting to say, ooh, this is gorgeous, and I want the best and the craziest, and why why limit the awesome gizmos? Why limit the cool things because I'm on a trip and I deserve it? That's not really true. We don't really deserve anything. We um, are blessed with many things and so being a steward of our money and our time and how we use that is important. So it's great if one night you stay at a hotel with like a personal pool and it's overlooking this gorgeous rainforest but the next night know that you might be staying in a hostel or staying in um, a cheaper Airbnb or something like that. And that's okay. It's okay to have those extravagant things. Just make sure you don't go outside your budget. And now some people are like, well, yeah, that's great, budget, 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 but that's not me. I understand that, and I understand that um, being strict about a budget is incredibly hard, and it's a habit that is hard to form. But if we're not strict about budgets to some extent, then it's very easy for us to go into debt, to just go into this side of things with money that forces us to almost become in love with money. Um, when we're in debt, you tend to think about money more. It tends to consume so much of your brain. You're, you're solely focused on how do I make more money, more money, more money. And that isn't relying on God and that isn't putting him at the forefront. And as we read earlier, Love of money is where the root of all evil comes from. Not money itself, but the love of money. And so when we don't budget, we put ourselves in that vulnerable spot where we start relying on money more than God and it's better um, to be a good steward of what he has given us and make some of those hard decisions than put ourselves in a spot where our faith could go through some trials because we're relying on ourselves and our ability to make money and to get to do these extravagant things rather than on him. So I hope I've given you some food for thought and I hope that um, these numbers aren't totally crazy for you. It's just being logical. That's all that it really is and thinking things through ahead of time. So I would encourage you to download my little book that's going to talk about budgeting and recognizing God and all of it off of christiantravelers.net. Next time we're going to be talking about something a little more exciting. We're going to be talking about how to pack for a trip. But until then, safe travels and God bless.